We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. A pleasure to have you along. There's a couple of 5-0 and teams right now in the Valley in college football. One JMU, the other Bridgewater Colleges. They moved to 5-0 and last week with a victory over Shenandoah, 23-17. We started last week talking about how you finished the game against hampton Sydney. Same thing last week in your Hall of Fame game with Shenandoah. Coach, how are you? Congratulations on that win last week. Yeah, I'm doing well, Dave. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for having me on. You know, that you guys, again, it was a struggle. It was a grind. You hung in the game. And to finish the way you did, you had to be awful proud of your bunch. Yeah, oh gosh, was I ever. And, and you know, I think in, uh, in a team game to get a, a team win like that and, and really have to depend on, you know, two phases to, to set up the offense to be able to score – um, was was really pleasing to see. Again, the, the Eagles get set for Randolph making coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's recap that game last week. And, you know, just talk about the end of that and, and how you were able to set up your offense with special teams and defense. And it, it really was a, a full team effort. Yeah, it sure was. I mean, a, a great pick by Sean Harris um, to, to get the ball to the two. We really thought he got in um, <laughs> or he got close. But, I mean, when you look at it on film, you see he just, just missed out and. Um, yeah, you, you hate to say you like, you know, you're happy for Albert to get out there and score, but um, just for the the effort that Sean played with throughout the week, you would have loved for him to be able to to celebrate that touchdown. A great effort by their guy to get back and, and push him out of bounds, but um, you know, so to, to have a have a two yard touchdown was obviously you know pretty critical. And then um, you know, actually the 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 play right after that. Um, was by uh, by Aaron Moore on a fumble recovery on a, on a kickoff and um, and Aaron uh, is not usually in that spot actually he didn't Sean's in that <laughs> spot but but uh, Sean was a little gassed from that previous return and so um, you know I think sometimes you, you see when you when you put really good players on special teams you know they they've got a feel for the moment sometimes and and Aaron just the way that he ran down there and then you know it wasn't like the ball bobbled around a bunch I mean the ball bounced down on the ground and Aaron was after it like a missile and and it was really his and um, not much of a battle for the ball. You know, talk about those two guys. Well, I guess we'll start with Sean. He was the ODAC Defensive Player of the Week, the D.C. Touchdown Club Player of the Week as well. Um, Aaron got some honors with a D3Football.com Team of the Week. But talk about Sean a little bit. 16 tackles. He had four tackles for loss. The INT, the force fumble. I mean, what a phenomenal football game for that young man. Yeah, absolutely. And, And Sean was one of our captains voted before the season and um, you know, just really, really pleased for him and, and for the, the success that he's having this year. I mean, really what you want out of, the, out of that type of player. He, he's been a guy who um, has steadily just climbed the ladder and, and has been a playmaker for us uh, for, for a lot of his time here um, and, and doing a variety of things. And, and you look at his stat line, you know, four tackles for loss, a sack, a forced fumble, mm-hmm. uh, an interception. I mean, he really, he really had a game where he did it all. Yeah, no question. And then Aaron, obviously, we've talked about him a little bit. He's he's earned honors throughout the the year as well. But he had 14 tackles. He had a couple for loss, um, fumble recovery, pass breakup, quarterback hurry. I mean, he did a little bit of everything for you too. Those two guys were all over the field. He did, and and you know, none bigger on it, on one of his TFLs in the in the very last offensive play by them of the game on a um, coming off of a timeout that you know. Uh, typically they're they're a check with me style offense, and so I think that was one of the things that that Mike Giancola, our defensive coordinator, had mentioned that he was surprised that they didn't run a check with me. We had adjusted our coverage a little bit. They tried to run really a, a bread and butter screen for them, and uh, Aaron did his job. You know, read his keys and, and triggered on it, and, and was able to to ice the game out. So, you know, with our defense with their back against the wall right there, uh, really really pleased with the effort of our our unit right there. 
Okay, we're talking with Bridgewater head football coach Scott Lim. They get set for Randolph-Macon coming up this weekend. We'll talk plenty about that. But, you know, they were up 14-0, 14-6 at halftime, but they scored um, early in the second quarter to make it 14-0, had a long drive, a couple of long drives for their first two touchdowns. You know, did you guys have to make many adjustments throughout the game to what they were doing early? Yeah, there were a few. I mean, they've always uh, done such a nice job on, on both sides of the ball about kind of figuring out, all right, this is what you're doing. You know, this is how we're going to counter. Um, and so I, I think that was, you know, that was something that our, our defensive coaches, you know, Mike's always looking at in, in between series. Um, you know, they're discussing what adjustments are they making. They, they threw a couple new, uh, not not new pass schemes, but just to areas on the field that they hadn't attacked before. Um, so you could tell, obviously, they were very well self-scouted and, and saw that, that we had done our homework and were leaving some areas open, and so they were real, willing to attack those. But then, you know, our guys do such a good job about um, coming to the sideline, getting the adjustments from our defensive coaches on the side with, with Justin Williamson and Kyle Perkey. And then, you know, same thing offensively. They had brought, they had brought a new blitz that, that we hadn't quite seen, and um, Kyle Rigney got our group together and, and between our running backs and, and uh offensive line and our quarterbacks and just made sure everybody was on the same page and um you know really uh just really pleased with with the ability to to be flexible and that's something you have to be in games right. yeah no question how did you feel offensively obviously the, the yards weren't there 75 passing yards 83 rushing yards but but you you able to to get some field goals out of some drives move it a little bit to get some points on the board and that ultimately ultimately again what was big for you but it was a struggle for most of the offensively wasn't it yeah i mean it really was and you know, again, to go back to those other two phases, uh, you know, the good thing was our average starting field position on the game was the, the Shenandoah 46. Wow, so, that's amazing. Uh, we, we gained 29 yards uh, over them on starting field position. And over the course of, of 12 series, you know, that, that really adds up. And so, uh, you know, I think that was a factor into to our yards gain. But um, they just had a, they had a really experienced defense. Uh, I know we had talked about all, all the fifth-year players they had had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did a did a good job against our guys. I, I think there were some mistakes, obviously some self inflicted wounds that, that we had had. That um, you know, obviously we we should have overcome. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, we got points where we needed them, and, and we got we got the big touchdowns when they mattered. Eighty seven snaps for your defense. They were out there a lot, but boy, they came through. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. They sure did. And, and you know, I think um, not the not the formula you draw it up for. Right. But, right. Uh, at the end of the day, you know when. We look back on the season, you know, we'll remember the, the details of it, but but most people won't. They'll just see the final score. You know, one thing, too, is that's – and we talked about how proud you were of your bunch, but, you know, it's that, that shows a lot of character of your guys to hang in there, just keep fighting, even though it's not going as well as you want it to or the execution isn't as great as you want it to. They're making plays. They're a good football team. For you to be able to – to, the, the character of your guys to hang in that game and find a way to win just says – it speaks so much to your guys. Absolutely, and and I think you know two weeks of, of adversity, you know, really mm-hmm. goes back to that locker room that we had against Gettysburg, and when we were down, and uh, but we scored late to to you know have a little bit of momentum, and, and just to be able to um, stand in there together. I mean, there's not a lot of fingers pointing. I think guys understand, you know, there's um, you know there's plays out there that that need to be made. You know, we're rooting really hard for one another. Um, and ultimately, you know, we realize, hey, if, if one side's down a little bit, another side's going to pick you up. And, um, you know, that's a teammate, and, and that's what our team's about. We're talking to Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. They play at Randolph-Macon, who's also undefeated coming up the, uh, this weekend. And, Coach, I'm guessing you guys are pretty excited about going on the road to, to, to face a ranked team this week. 
Sure, you know, it'll it'll be uh for us it'll it'll be probably the only ranked team that, that we face all year. Um, you know, and I think any time you get two teams that have such a history and, and you know, familiar in a lot of different facets of competition between on the field and recruiting um, high school competitions, you know, amongst them, you know, some high school teammates competing against one another. Um, you know, it really makes for for a great football atmosphere. Let's talk about them a little bit. Obviously, uh, they they put up some huge numbers on both sides of the football. Offensively, they seem pretty balanced. Is this a, a pretty balanced ba- a, a football team that can run the ball as well? Yeah, and we mentioned that you know last week when we talked about you know Shenandoah and Randolph making have really been the most balanced offenses. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in our league, and um, yeah, it, they are. I mean, I think that they're they want to be able to run the ball, but uh, gosh, they've they've got some really good speed out wide on their offense to be able to, to push it down the field. Talk about that. Just talk about their offense a little bit, and what what are the biggest challenges? I think their biggest one is the the variety of looks that our defense will have to face. You know, our, our defensive coaches mentioned it earlier in the week. You know, we're not going to be able to show them every formation and talk about every play. Um, that they run because uh, of such a variety that they they line up in, but then really breaking it down for our guys in, in the core core things that they do, um, you know, and, and being ready to adjust. You know, you talked about hey, making adjustments and being flexible. This is a game where that's going to be probably the most critical because there's going to be wrinkles into their game plan where you know they show you okay it's very similar but it's not exactly the same and we might have to make small adjustments to it does everything kind of go off of their pat uh, off of their run game is that first and foremost what they want to do yeah i mean i would say the for the, for the most part you know they're a team that they're going to try to establish the run as best as possible they're they're going to play action off of it and and they're going to show you formations um, to try to suck you up to the line of scrimmage and, and then run past you. Do, do you match up with that pretty well, that, that you can stop the run and, and, try and try and dictate some things for them? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I think you know, there's going to be – we're going to have to force some, some TFLs and, and some zero-yard gains in the run game to hopefully you know, force them into situations where they're going to need to pass or, or need to feel like they need to pass to, to push the ball down the field. I think you know, it's an offense that, that you need to try to force off schedule. Um, and, and get them into situations to where, uh, you know, the advantage is on your side, you know, force them into some third and longs. They haven't been in very many this year. Um, and so, you know, for our guys, uh, I like our matchup. I think we're going to put them in situations like that. And uh, and when we do, you know, I, I like our speed on our perimeter. Okay, we're talking with Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. They play at Randolph-Macon coming up this Saturday. And how about defensively? They're only giving up uh, 29.4 yards per game on the ground. Are they good up front? They are, they are, and, and um, you know they've actually got some new faces, and so I think that just shows the the quality of program that we're going to face when you know you're not just the same starters over and over and, and those same results, but you've got new faces filling in this year, and um, and still you're getting the new result, the same results, and so uh, you know they'll they'll be a challenge up front. They're an aggressive, they're an attacking defense. Um, we've we've got to be prepared to. Uh, win our one-on-ones. They play a lot of man coverage out wide, and so our receivers will have a, a great challenge in front of them uh, coming into this week. And then, you know, just the the style that they play from their linebackers and their defensive line—a lot of slanting, a lot of blitzing. Um, you know, we'll have to we'll have to really be disciplined about where our eyes are up front between our offensive line, our running backs, our tight ends, and run blocking. And then the same thing in pass protection. I was gonna say this will be a challenging game for your O line, won't it? It, it sure will. It yeah. sure will. And and. Um, you know, I think that they've, uh, you know, they've dialed in. They've done a good job throughout practice, and uh, and for for us on offense, that that's probably the biggest group that will have to make some sort of adjustments. You know, we'll see right. 
we'll see one or two things that we haven't seen prior. And, and, you know, you hope that they're able to communicate it amongst themselves out on the field. If not, you know, at least be able to come to the sideline and say, okay, this is what we saw. You know, and I'm sure the answer is probably pretty simple right in front of them. Yeah, no question. We're talking to Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. And even though they've been so stout against the run, uh, does it help to have a running quarterback? I've seen that obviously this year with JMU and, and Todd Santeo, but it feels like your guys are able to run the football a little bit too, and that that can free things up a little bit. Do you have you have you kind of had a sense of that this year with your your guys being able to run the ball at quarterback? I do, and and I hope that it, it plays into you know if we get into third down situations as well that you know that they're a little more hesitant to play right. some man coverage because they know okay they, we don't want this quarterback to scramble out with our backs to him, and now now he's running free so. Um, you know, I think that, that it plays as much into your pass game and helping that as it does into your run game. You know, special teams were big for you last week, both kicking and, and, and coverage and everything like that. Have you been happy with your special teams throughout the year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we call it our edge. That, that's, our, that, that's what we say about it in our program, and it really has been, you know, between um, the performance that we've got from our kickers, and, and that's who it really starts with right. uh, on, on those phases between Garrett Graves and Jack Hendren. Uh, you know those guys ha- have been pretty elite so far. You know I'd, I'd say I'd vote for them for all conference if I got that vote right now. Um, and then just the the way that our units have covered. I mean, um, and, and covered kicks as far as you know our our team running down and covering people, but then also our return team. I mean, if, as you look at the national stats right now, we lead Division three by by six yards at thirty nine yards oh, wow. per game. That's amazing. That's that's a great number, no question. Again, we're talking with Scott Lemhead, football coach at Bridgewater College. All right, what are your biggest keys for victory against Randolph-Macon? Yeah, you know, I, I think it, it's those things we talked about earlier, David. It's putting them in uncomfortable situations, you know, uh, forcing some some TFLs and um, and some some zero yard gains on first and second down. So we force them into third and longs. And for us, it, it's getting ourselves into you know shorter yarded situations, something that defensively they haven't had to defend quite mm-hmm. as much as third and long. So. Uh, you know, it's an it's an aggressive team. We've got to be ready to to meet aggression with aggression, and and be ready to uh, to make some big plays. You know, you don't get to you don't get to choose the games like the uh, plays and games like this that are going to make the decision. This will be a lot of fun this weekend again at Randolph, making one o'clock in Ashland coming up this Saturday. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Best of luck. All right, thanks, Dave. Go Eagles.